Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew. My goodness, this is like Thursday, Thursday, man. Going a little old school. Now, we've been off for about a month, I should say. Uh, had a nice little break post-Super Bowl. But, you know, look, we got Major League Baseball rolling up on us. We got March Madness rolling up on us. We have NFL free agency rolling up on us. We got all kinds. Of, we got random trades rolling up on everybody. People breaking Mark's heart up in this piece. I mean, it's just been... It, we had to get together this fine Throwdown Thursday, er, Thirsty Thursday, do a little catch-up, have a little fun. I mean, why not? We had to. We had to. If Odell Beckham Jr. is in Cleveland, we have to record. <laughs> There's, like, no way around it, man, because that was insane. Sorry, Mark. So let's go ahead and get everybody, <laughs> let's go ahead and get everybody up in this piece, except for Whitfield. Except for Whitfield, because Whitfield hasn't bribed anybody in admissions, so he's hanging out with Lori, you know, Lori Laughlin somewhere. You know what I mean? He, he hasn't bribed enough people, so hadn't. That's had, giving him too much credit. <laughs> <laughs> you should totally bring Whitfield into the Full House thing. Oh, there well, that, you that's go. What that, that's what I was thinking about. So it's great. That, uh, it's great that you thought about that. Anyway, 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 let's go ahead and do this right, man. Let's go ahead uh, first and foremost. That's right. What's going on, old Twitter Terminator? How you doing, brother? Dude, in the last month, I can't believe that Bryce Harper has made the declaration that he's going to bring a championship back to D.C. I think that's awesome. Side note, that was great. What would be really – that was one of my favorite moments of him him leaving his time with the, with, with, the, uh, with the Phillies was that flub. That was hilarious because, you know, it's messed up. Think about this. Think about this. 2012, Robert Griffin, right? Yeah. Bryce Harper. Yeah. Ovechkin. John Wall. Think about what it looked like in DC Sports in 2012. Griffin, fail. Bryce Harper, productive. No success in the playoffs. Right? Yeah. And John Wall, God bless him. I wouldn't. <laughs> Supermax deal is kicking in, and he's super not playing for like, what, yeah, a year? I mean, he's uh, not going to be super- back. Falling in his house, he's not in. I mean, yeah, he's he's yeah. This season loss, next season loss, right? So I mean, DC sports is tough. I mean, yay Capitals, yay Ov. He's probably still drinking out of that damn Stanley Cup, but not that there's anything wrong with that. There's not. There's not. There's not. (laughs) We certainly enjoy that. You know, we we would if we could drink out of the Stanley Cup. We would drink out of the Stanley. Are you kidding? I, I would baptize uh, my kids in the Stanley Cup just for fun. We would have Randy doing keg stands out of the Stanley Cup. Keg stand face plants. Yes, it would happen. I think we could even take the Stanley Cup to hang out with Todd at, at Kroger. We would I wonder do it. which is taller, the Stanley Cup or Todd? That's a fair question. I'm not 100% sure, but uh, I'm going to go probably with Todd unless all the rings of the Stanley Cup are... Like attach that bad boy, but if you went full, full Stanley, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> that's take that's taking down everybody, bro. Taking down everybody. Anyway, all right. But this is like a random beginning to the podcast. Mike, this is what happens. When we don't record for a month. We laugh about Mike McCarthy yelling at high school like refs. Bad look, by the way. Bad look. Oh uh, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and the Lakers playoff mode got activated. In the video game world, um, 
you know, and I mean, by, it's... by the way, we were out for a month because we thought LeBron was going to trade us. But hey, we, we're still here. Uh, we are here. We're just sitting further down on the bench. That's all. <laughs> we're good. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Well, anyway, yeah, we've had a good time. Actually, maybe we were just out because, you know, I was crestfallen over, you know, Zion's Nike explosion, which really did hurt because we, we were having so much fun, like on that podcast. I was like, woo, yeah, dude, be down to somebody. And then, like, next thing you know, man, she was blowing up. He's out. I don't want to talk to anybody. People at work left me alone. You know, it's probably good. Even the UNC fans left me alone, which is probably a near miracle. Because you know they didn't want to. You know they wanted to talk junk. You know they wanted to talk junk. I'm sure they did, but we'll find out tomorrow night how yes. much junk will be talked. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing. At the end of the day, it's great to see him back on court. It really is a different team with him uh, on the floor. So let's let's get everybody in, man. Let, let's go ahead and do that. Um, you know what? Yeah, here we go. Ugh, Randy. What up, brother? Uh, not much. It's, it's great to see you, beautiful bastards, again. It's been way too long. It's been a month. Like, and, legit. Uh, been a I month. gotta tell you, <laughs> bruh, that new Avengers trailer that dropped today, mm. holy shit. <laughs> oh, that looks so good. That looks so good. I was just blown away by it. I, I cannot wait for this movie to come out. Oh, at, dude, there's so many humongous things looming in front of us. You know, Avengers Endgame, obviously the conclusion to Game of Thrones. I mean, I, I, there's just so much good stuff. There's so, oh, and, and you know, we were joking around about this pre-podcast, but can you, Shannon? Shannon, this might be a great idea. You know what I mean? <laughs> End game, chili cook off, Game of Thrones, one weekend, like full blast, all fire emojis and 100 emojis. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the whole thing, and we can deal with Thanos and the snapping and then the chili cook-off and the crappening and then we have Game of Thrones. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it is Hashtag not for the week. <laughs> no, brother, not for the week. Brother, I may have to take a day off on that Monday just to recuperate. <laughs> that might be a day off. Or to recuperate. Who knows? <laughs> in- entirely possible. Entirely possible. Oh my god. Alright, 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 alright. Mark. Ugh. I don't even I don't even know what to bring you into at this point. I gotta be honest with you, but I'm gonna give you your classic. Let me give you your classic because you deserve that. I would hope so. You you deserve that. <laughs> you ready to hit your cue, man? Yes, sir. All right, three brew and fun. Woo! Oh my lord! Woo! One more. There you go. All right. So, all right, all right, all right, all right. This this is again. I feel I feel bad. I feel bad on some level. I do because I hate this song. I do. I I hate this song for different reasons. And I think I dropped it on somebody here on the podcast before. But before I get to that, this whole evolution of the Cleveland Browns. Sweet baby Jesus. If you're not first, you're last. I don't know what's going on in Cleveland. The mistake by the lake. The factory of sadness. Uh, you you want to talk about a, a complete overhaul in a relatively short period of time. Kudos to them. Uh, I'm excited to see what they do. However, the cost of that, that cost of my excitement and enthusiasm for Cleveland 
Mark, unfortunately, your New York football giants bear some of the burden. Bear some of the burden of moving Odell Beckham. And for the life of me, the headlines, the taglines, the Twitter meltdowns, all of it. It's been savage, brutal, and just bizarre. And I feel for you, brother. I feel for you. <laughs> How are you doing these days, man? I'm holding up, man. <laughs> I, not, I, not, I, I drink and I try not to think about it. <laughs> plenty, plenty of sports in between now and then. I just... Uh, and it, and it doesn't exist until, the, until I actually have to like see it in front of me. Yeah. Hey, that's what she said, right? Fix your mic a little bit. Yeah. Uh. I on Mark this morning. I'm like, how you doing, man? And he's just like, I, I think I'm starting to sober up. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Right. What? That's. Thank you. I mean, thank you for playing Fergie and not Nickelback or. Played Nickelback or Good Charlotte, I was probably just gonna walk off the set. Hey man, move your mic a smidge. Your volume, your volume is a little low. A little low. Try to bring that up just a a little bit. Press, so you never. I know, I know. He he's he's kind of sad. He's I know, I understand. But I mean, what a strange. I mean, look, you think about. The the, evol- the over the past couple of years, and we've had a fair amount of conversation about the Giants. We're like, well, you know, they're trying to make one last run with Eli, blah 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 blah. And then you see this progression where they had the trade. And I forget the lineman's name, but you know, they had the trade with Cleveland for a lineman. They, you know, what was it? Uh, Zietler, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have that, and you go, okay, all right. Well, they, you know, they're trying to get a, a lineman or moving pass rusher. Oh, all right. Um, and then, you know, they're letting Landon Collins walk, walk which was weird. Um, the Redskins paid him a lot of money, and um, I'm kind of mixed on that. I didn't realize, as far as Collins, I didn't realize that Sean Taylor was so important to him. Um, Dan Snyder actually gave Landon Collins a present, um, and it, it was a game-worn Sean Taylor jersey that Sean Taylor signed. And Collins said, um, you know, he actually broke down in tears over that. I didn't, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't realize how important Sean Taylor, or how much he revered Sean Taylor. Um, Not anywhere. Yeah, which, uh, that was a, that was a pretty, him talking about it was pretty potent. But from a football standpoint, not the fan standpoint, I was a little surprised that they, that the Giants did that. Um, and then that the Redskins paid him what they did. Uh, and then by the time you get to Odell Beckham getting traded to the Browns, I was like, what in the hell is going on? So it, you start to wonder, did they, you know, did they, are they looking at this and going, all right, <laughs> maybe we shouldn't have done what we did the past couple of years. Let's just, let's just you know, tank it. Let's just blow it up. Let's change our philosophy. I don't know. It's just, it's really hard to wrap your head around where they were, what they were doing and what they've done. Unless, you know what I mean? So I guess for you as the Giants fan, and I know you were an Odell fan, like what do you take away from just the, the moves? Um, I still don't know that I fully wrap my mind around it. I mean, it, it's, it, it's just... I didn't expect them to be, you know, 
a phenomenal team this upcoming year. Right. I, mean, I, I, I wanted to, to see, I mean, I, I think all of us, I mean, definitely myself, feel like this is Eli's last year. I mean, it's, it's and hard. I would pre- imagine. Hard, hard pressed to think that it isn't. So I, I think I said throughout the year last year, you know, it was a, it was a rocky road. And I mean, I, I was, you know, at first I was like, like most Giants fans, I think, all right, the line is so bad. He, he just, he looks scared. He's got no time. And then as it got into, you know, week four, week five, it started to look like, all right, he just, he looks scared. He just doesn't look like himself. But to me, while I'm not saying he had any kind of phenomenal year, I felt like the back half of the season, he looked more like himself. I, I saw some, some, you know, glimpses of old Eli and, and, and like Eli that I like. And, and, and so I felt good about what, where he finished the season. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I've said all along that I wanted to see him brought back for this year and uh, give him one last good shot. And so I, I wanted to see them hopefully try to put together a decent enough team for him to have a quality last season. And, you know, I don't know, hope for, you know, nine and seven. I mean, not, not impossible, but around 500. Well, it's not like anybody like in that division is completely overpowering and threatening. Exactly. I mean, Eagles should be good. Cowboys should be good. Redskins could be a dumpster fire or be decent. But, you know, there's nobody in that division that is so clearly above and beyond. Maybe you could make the argument about the maybe with Philadelphia if Wentz is right. I don't know. Oh, oh Jason Witten's back, so maybe Dallas is, is much better. But, you know, it's, you know what I'm saying? There was nobody that – it's not like New England where you just don't expect anybody to take that division from the Patriots until Tom Brady retires. You, you know what I mean? It's right. not like the, you know, this deal with Pittsburgh and Cleveland and Cincinnati and – you know what I mean? Where all of a sudden Pittsburgh looks like they're losing everything and Cleveland's going to come at them. You know what I mean? That division looks like it's crazy. I mean, the NFC East is the proverbial typical NFC East, so it's just odd to see – what's happened with them. I mean that they signed Golden Tate, which is decent, but I don't know. No. I you know, I, I just I think uh most Giants fans are all highlighting how you know, they you know said of course they're they didn't they didn't they didn't draft Beckham just to trade him. I mean that's you know, everybody's sentiment. I, I understand that he ruffled some feathers and I understand that he's got a big mouth at times, but I've always said he, he backs it up. The man plays his heart out out there. And I, for so many reasons, would have wanted to see him a giant for most of his career. And it's going to be really weird to see him on another team. Um, I, I understand why people who he's not on their team don't like him. And I, I get it. There's plenty of people who feel that way. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, I knew there was a chance he'd get traded. I knew there were some whisperings. And I didn't know where it would possibly be. And I, 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 I saw it as a, you know, a, a possibility. Right, but I, I I didn't think it would happen. No, no I it, I think it's one of the things that's tough. Like with Antonio Brown, I mean thirty thirty one. You know, what I mean he's done a big chunk of his time in Pittsburgh. Obviously, kind of played his way out of there, wanted out um, for a multitude of reasons, right? But Beckham is what twenty six, twenty right twenty six twenty six twenty six. You know, he's in complete prime. And I think part of my part of the grievance is not just that they moved him. It's the amount of money they have to eat with the way they handled it. It's that they moved them. And it's that they only got a first and a third and, and, and peppers. I mean, they got a player and two picks for what most people would arguably call 
a top three receiver in the NFL. You know, right? I mean, maybe we can argue Julio. Maybe maybe we can argue Antonio Brown. Again, five years younger than Brown. And I don't remember how I don't off the top of my head I don't remember how old Julio is. But a very nice window in front of him. Arguably a, a, one of the most marketable players in the league. So he's valuable because he's you know what I mean? He's not just on field valuable. He's off-field valuable. He's franchise popularity valuable. They will sell a, an ass load of Beckham jersey. You know what I mean? He drives people to games. He might drive some people crazy, <laughs> but he's a guy that just he's – he's an attention magnet. He right. is a star, and he is a huge piece. I like Baker Mayfield. I'm very intrigued by what the Browns do. I don't know how good they're going to be. That's still a tough division, but I think – what they have that's kind of at least off you know off season for fun let's you know (laughs) hypothesize and fantasize that's a pretty intriguing team from a skill position standpoint with uh Jarvis Landry with I can't remember uh is it Njoku David Njoku yeah uh, uh, Baker Mayfield and and I mean Nick Chubb and uh, they've got they've got they've done a pretty tremendous job over the past couple of years They've gotten a lot of things right, and they they have a good defense. I mean, that team has a lot of really quality pieces, and their trend is the right direction. I just don't understand. I don't understand what the Giants are doing. They to me, they should have been able to get more. Yep, for them. That's part of it. It's not just that they moved them; it's what they moved them for, and it seems well, odd to me. I mean, I thought. I, I, Go ahead. I was going to say, I thought I saw next year they're supposed to have close to $100 million in cap room. Who, the Giants? Next, the... Yeah, after next offseason with the dead money from Beckham and Eli and Landon Collins and a bunch of expiring contracts. Yeah, and... it's, it's a lot. I mean, if, if, if they said, you know what, last year for Eli, we're not going to force him out. We're not going to force him out, but we're not, we don't believe that we have enough to really compete. And we're not going to be able to keep Beckham happy, and it's probably going to go the way Antonio Brown did, and he's going to force his way out, then move him. But I, I still just think they could have gotten more than that. I mean, here's a couple things to keep in mind. All right. Beckham, three career 1,300-yard seasons, okay, which is two more than the Cleveland Browns have had in their entire franchise history. Yeah. Okay. Jarvis Lantry. Five seasons, 481 receptions, which is an NFL record. It's the most for anyone in NFL history over their first five seasons. Okay. For Beckham, and I know he had some injury issues, so we can talk about some of the games that he has missed over the past few years. That's fair criticism. Okay. But injuries, some of that you can't really control. Uh, But 44 career receiving touchdowns in 59 games. That's the fourth most in NFL history over their first 60 games. Do you know the only three people he trailed? Again, he's fourth. 44 touchdowns, 59 games. He's fourth. Randy Moss. Randy Moss is one of them. Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice is another one. Marvin Harrison. No. No. Okay. Hmm. Terrell Owens? No, because T.O. didn't start right away. you're, You're thinking wide receivers. Oh. Expand the position. It's receiving touchdowns. Gronk. Uh huh. That's who he's behind: Gronk, Randy Moss, and Jerry Rice. They all well. You Gronk know. will have gold jacket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. There, Gronk. Will, Gronk absolutely is a Hall of Famer. Um, 
people that argue, you know, there's a point where you can talk about a career being too short, but I think Gronk is well past that. Um, and he's an era-defining kind of – he's a generational talent. But Beckham's a generational talent. Randy Moss was a generational talent. Jerry Rice was a generational talent. Um, I, I don't know, man. I'm just – there's a part of me that's disappointed. I'm excited for Cleveland. I'm excited for Cleveland because Lord knows they have sucked for a very long time. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, I, I, <laughs> I will say I laughed so much at all the thing, all the like comments and the, and the user comments on all the Brown stuff that was like, this has been the best two hours of fandom of my life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm a Browns <laughs> fan as of 7 PM. Uh, I, that was hilarious. And there was tons of that. And randomly, you know, I've talked to people that are, that I'm hearing Cleveland Browns in dialogue from people that I've would never have expected to, the, to them to talk about their phantom of the team. And it's weird. And this is just the off season, man. They're like crazy stuff. The bandwagon for them is going to be out of control. Oh yeah. The, the one dude who was like, this is the best 10 minutes of my life. When I joined the bandwagon mm-hmm. 10 minutes ago. Yeah. I mean, just <laughs> hilarious. phenomenal. Hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. But it, I don't know. I look, I'll miss Josh Norman versus Odell Beckham. I'll miss that. Uh, I'll I'll miss him, you know, with his kicking net. Uh, although I, my God, if there was ever a time to have a dog pissing celebration, it certainly would be as a member of the Dog Pound in Cleveland. So that's fair. Uh, those fans would love that if he cocked the leg up. <laughs> They'd love it, and it would be well worth the fine. Well worth the fine. But I don't I don't know. I'm I'm just I'm perplexed. You know, uh, maybe maybe they had a real strong organizational vision shift. Um, it's just I don't know. It seems curious. Seems curious. Didn't like him. He said, "Kick him yeah. out." <laughs> well, I mean, I'm pretty. I mean, Beckham threw like uh, what was that? Like a six? Yeah, I found it. It's fifty-seven yard. He threw a fifty-seven yard touchdown pass to Barkley versus the Panthers. Man, <laughs> now he's gonna be lobbing bombs to Chubb and Hunt. It, <laughs> yeah. Right. He, hell, he threw a touchdown pass to Russell Shepard versus the Bears. You know, I don't, I don't know. It, it, he's a generational guy. You can complain about certain things with Beckham, but he's a transformative. He's a generational talent. He's a transformative talent, and he is one of the most marketable people in the league. So it's, it's a, it's yeah. a. And I just, I think they could have gotten more for him. I'm just surprised. I'm, you know, I'm. Again, I'm excited for Cleveland. I'm happy for the. I'm happy for Cleveland. It's a hell of a move, but I, I'm just. I'm partially football stunned that the Giants did that, and that they couldn't leverage better compensation. Yeah, I mean, for him, there's there's at least a handful of teams that could have offered more than just that. Yeah, did, they, I'm, unless if that was one of Beckham's like choices he's like look well i mean be a complete asshole to you guys or you can send me to one of these places and i'll i don't know i mean you know he had that picture but it was from like last year where it was um baker and and landry and and, you know beckham you know i mean obviously he knows some of the people uh and I i don't know it's just it's just just weird uh one of my favorite moments by the way um, I love this headline. Mark, I don't know if you saw this story. I love this headline. <laughs> Cleveland woman calls 911 on psychotic man running in street. Was just Browns fan excited about Odell Beckham. 
<laughs> and they yeah, actually, they, yeah, this is a real thing. And so the, the cops go out there because it ended up with a news a news story. And the news story is a hoot. They, they actually talked to the guy. And um, I, I, I don't have good audio of it. Otherwise, I would play it. But I, I'll, I'll share it with you anyway. But, I mean, he's just running around, you know, arms just to swing and, you know, doing his cell phone up, doing his video. I mean, it was an absolute riot. And the lady's just, she's so funny talking to, you know, she's like uh, you know, talking to the dispatcher. And she's like, yeah, I just got home. There's this guy running around. I don't want to get my, I don't want to get out of the car. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> you know, there's someone in front of our house. He's yelling and screaming and flailing his arms. I don't want to get the kids out of the car yet. Uh, he's running up and down the street just yelling. He's running from side to side, <laughs> you know, so the police show up. I mean, it's just an absolute riot. Yeah, I think the audio I have, the clip I have, the audio is messed up. Yeah, that's too bad. Well, I love that one. Here's another one that I think is great. Obviously, uh, we're we're ramping up for Game of Thrones, and uh, George R. R. Martin is uh, a Giants fan. And well, he's a fan of both the Jets and the Giants, but he did not uh, he did not take the Beckham trade very well. Have you seen Have you seen what he wrote about it, Mark? I actually have not. No. Okay. And so uh, Martin was writing uh, he was, he, that he was in the middle of a big blue nightmare. He said, quote, And now they have traded OBJ, their best wide out, one of the very best in the NFL. I've been watching and rooting for the G-Men since the greatest game ever played in 1958. Beckham was not only the best receiver on today's Giants, but he was the best receiver the storied NFL franchise has ever had in their long history and probably the best receiver they will ever have. They are certainly not going to replace him with the 17th overall pick in the forthcoming draft. Let's see. Some of the talking heads on ESPN are suggesting the Giants might package the 6th and the 17th first-round picks to move up a few slots and take a quarterback to replace Eli Manning. If they do, I feel sorry for that quarterback. He'll be playing for an awful team. This dude's pissed. I, <laughs> I thought the last two seasons were rough for Giants fans. Next year is going to make them look like the good old days. Martin also Damn. listed his current mood as sick. So th this is the best part of the article, in, in my opinion, though. It says, um, it was on For the Win. It said, way to go, Giants. You made George R.R. R. Martin sick. That can't be good for the Winds of Winners <laughs> release timeline. <laughs> Which is already like, the show's ending, y'all. The book's release doesn't matter so much anymore, does it? Damn it! Anyway, <laughs> poor George R. R. Martin. What are they trying to kill that dude? <laughs> Come on, man! <laughs> Stop. Yeah, here I'll I'll, uh, I'll send this I'll send this piece to you with the uh, the news story. There's something about the audio in that news story. It just doesn't want to do it. So for some reason I have a channel that's that's acting up, but I'm not going to try to troubleshoot it in the middle of the podcast. So we'll just let that go. Might have to uh, might have to tweet that one or just stick it on the page just for good measure. Mm. Anyway, I don't know, Mark. I empathize, man. I, I appreciate empathize. it. It was a pretty rough year last year. You know, some some highlights. Obviously, I kept on saying throughout the year, genuinely that you know, watching Barkley at least you know made the season tolerable. Yep. And I guess I gotta resume that thread again next year. <laughs> uh, but was 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 hoping to enjoy some com competitive football this upcoming season. And uh, things can always happen, and we can always be shocked. But uh, kind of hard to imagine that uh they're going to be super competitive i don't know it depends on on what they do in the draft 
and yeah. you know, may, you know, maybe Golden Tate. May, maybe they make a lot of right moves with what they want the team to be going forward. It's always possible, um, but it's just it's really, really in the moment and in the short term. That's a tough one, and yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. That's that's gonna. I think that if if I was a Giants fan, I think that one would take me a big chunk of time to get over. It is. It's funny. Uh, as as uh, we're all fellow uh, fat kids enjoy our food, I think uh, my, my wife was coming home from True work. True story. She had just gotten some good food, and I literally, like, like two minutes before she parks to bring in the food is when the ESPN you know, message about Buckingham came around. I was like, oh, man. I was all excited <laughs> for some food. I was in a good mood, and, and damn it. <laughs> Ruining my dinner, ESPN. Yeah. So. Boo. That's yeah. when he went to the booze. That's yep. right. Yep. He's like a, a manager in the seventh inning. <laughs> exactly. Signal to the bullpen. Bring in the booze. Yep. yep. That's a that's a it's a terrible combo. That's a it terrible is. combo. That would that'd be one of those things where I just don't even want to eat. I'd just be like, F it. <laughs> I don't even want to eat now. You know what I mean? Just get just get me straight to Yeah. Yeah, just get me straight to the booze. You know what I mean? I don't need food. I just need beers and brews and booze, and that's it. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. So, I don't know. Uh, maybe it ends up being the right decision. It's just, in the moment, it, that's a that's a bitter pill. That's a real bitter pill. Side note, uh, AB to the Bills was hilarious. I can't imagine that would have ended well. Uh, clearly, Antonio Brown realized that. <laughs> And helped make sure that trade didn't happen. Um, I don't know that, you know, <laughs> that the, I don't, I'm not convinced that uh, life's going to be great for him with the Raiders, with John, with Gruden. But I tell you what, the Raiders are going to be an interesting follow. <laughs> They're going to be a real interesting follow. Um, and, uh, you know, they got him for, for peanuts for what he is depending on how, you know, barring injuries and that kind of stuff. Um, if he's got four to five good years, they, I mean, that, that was a steal. Yeah. For him. I mean, that was an absolute steal for him. They sweetened his contract. I think, you know, they ended up guaranteeing 30 million. I don't remember how much they added, maybe 10 or 11, but I, you know, they guaranteed 30, well, you know, sweetening up that up a little bit, but, I mean, Brown Brown is an incredible wide receiver. He is an absolutely incredible wide receiver. <laughs> Carr had some struggles last year. Some I, again, I I just I don't know, man. There's a part of me that just wonders if at some point I, I know some things soured in Pittsburgh, but sometimes you the grass isn't always greener. So <laughs> I'll be very curious to see how this plays out with AB. Um, I don't I don't think like the situation with Beckham was different. You know, at, at Pittsburgh, man, they just, I don't know. We're going to, I swear to you, we're going to look back in a couple years, you know, as Big Ben retires and especially if they never win anything, if, if Big Ben doesn't get another ring, right? We're going to look back and we're going to be amazed that the Steelers had Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, Big Ben, and some of the other talent that they have, Juju Smith-Schuster, who I think is very good, um, that they didn't get more done. 
it's going to be inc- it, you know they're going it, to it's like kind of the uh, I'm not I, I don't mean to say this lightly but there's always these teams that either have a period of time or a couple of years or maybe just one season and they're so good and they're so close but they can't quite get over the hump and it's like when they had like the missing rings for the Buffalo Bills you know yep. what I mean and granted they only had one real competitive Super Bowl and they got their ass handed to them a ton but to be that good for that long and to be that close one time and then you know what I mean it's like just to have their dreams crushed <laughs> you know afterwards there are there you know or I think of like the Jazz you know versus the Bull you know what I'm saying like there's always these teams that you're like oh they should have they if they could have just gotten this or just done that they'd have a championship or whatever um, and I, I just think the Steelers man this is you know, if they can't get over the hump with anything, you're really going to look back and you're going to be like, how did they not get more done with that talent that they had? I really do believe that. Um, good luck in uh, with the Jets, Le'Veon Bell. I don't know that. I don't know. The, 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 just out of curiosity, do you, does anybody here feel like Antonio Brown and or Le'Veon Bell won that deal? Yeah. I mean, they got out of Pittsburgh. I think that's what they wanted, really, to be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the Jets, I mean, when you look at it, it's not like Darnold's a bad guy, bad quarterback. He's got some growth to go through. They've some. got some good pieces on the offense, so you never know. I mean, Bell may actually be a you know that missing piece that helps them take and that he, next step to at least mediocrity, if anything. And he doubled his guaranteed money, so I mean... Yeah. Mm. I mean, and he didn't have to take the punishment this year to get double his guaranteed money. So, eh. Yeah. And and Antonio, I mean, he wanted out of Pittsburgh. The GM, that's his fault. When you call the entire team kids compared to Big Ben and you got guys on that team, one guy in particular that was Mike Mayock called Antonio. He made a kid's reference in his press conference. Didn't you see that with Gruden and and A.B. and Mayock? He, he He made a reference to that. Not to, you know, the Steelers calling them, but he used that same kind of language. And if, Correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't A.B. 30 minutes late to his own press conference? Wasn't that the headline floating around? (laughs) I think for as far as AB goes, I think what's going to happen here is he finally gets to prove to everybody that it wasn't because of Roethlisberger that he was so good. He actually gets to show that he really is legit and can make any team better. With him, I I fully believe he has a monstrous chip on his shoulder. And I think he would love to show that. Uh, you know, I, I don't know that the motivation for Bell is the same. Bell, I really think some of that was just about getting getting some guarantees. If he's going to lay his body on the line, he wanted Pittsburgh mm-hmm. to guarantee some more money. So, I don't blame him, dude. Like, you're running no, back and you. you only have so many carries in so many years. I know. You got to get, get what you can get. Well, if he if he has success with the Jets and he looked, you know, if he's the same caliber of player with the Jets, then... You know he's proved his point. If he's marginal or mediocre, with Gang Green going forward, then Pittsburgh made the right made the right call. Yeah, I I would be slightly surprised if he was really mediocre. But you know, those are the things you settle on field. Those are things you settle on field. All right. Well, we need to we need to cover some basketball and talk about some stuff, obviously. But just as a point of curiosity. Um, favorite kind of NFL offseason free agent, either trade, signing, 
whatever. Favorite, you know, the one you love, the one you hate. Or the one you're just most interested to see how it plays out. Just kind of curious. I mean, for me personally, my favorite clearly is going to be the Niners trading for D Ford, giving mm-hmm. us that edge rusher that we need. Mm-hmm. I kind of raised my eyebrow when I saw they signed Jordan Matthews today. I was kind of like, what? Because that dude has not played like he's actually loves the game as of late, but I guess we'll see what happens yeah. there. That, look, I love the Tevin Coleman signing, by the way. Oh, yeah, I think that's great, and that just makes it a loaded backfield. But mm-hmm. I guess it's also kind of insurance for injuries, considering that's seemed to be something we had problems with last year. And it gets Coleman back with Shanahan. And yep. Shanahan knows how to use that guy. Shanahan knows how to use that guy. Sarks yeah. sure didn't. <laughs> Shanahan does. So what was that? Two years, ten million? I think that's yep. I, I think that's a, a that great was a steal. I think that's great for them. Because it's not too much of a commitment. It gives them a decent amount of money. It's not you know what I mean? If it's mm-hmm. a disaster they can get the hell out of it. I think that's that's a great move for them. I I love that signing for uh for the Niners. And I won't mm-hmm. lie, it's not I wouldn't call it like I hate this the move. Mm-hmm. I think it bums me out the most is Earl Thomas signing with the Ravens because I was kind of really looking forward to see if we could lure him to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Reunite him with Sh- with uh, is, is Sherman going to be there next year? Is he yeah. still with the All right. Yes. That would have been kind of odd. Right? How weird would that be if you had like a couple of chunks of the Legion of Boom move move their way over to the then they'd be like the Legion of the Bay Area. It's just it's just not quite the same. Well, that and Robert Sala was on the coaching staff for the Seahawks during yeah. the prime for the Legion of Boom. So same type of defense. Mm. Oh, that would have been weird. It um, would have been. Yeah. But it would have been nice to have like a solid player like that who's ready to prove something. I mean, he got he got a fat he got a fat bag of coin, man. He played his hand. He he did pretty well with that. I think once the Landon Collins contract dropped, uh, Collins really drove the market. You know, I just yeah. think if I'm in that position, given age and injury history, I'm a little surprised that he got what he got. Thomas is a baller. Don't get me wrong. But the health thing's a pretty big factor. I will say I'm very curious uh, to see what the Ravens are like next year. Number one, uh, Lamar Jackson, man, do us a favor. Don't drive 100-plus miles an hour and record yourself. On your, that's, a bad, that's a bad decision, bro. That's a, that's a bad decision, man. That's a bad look, dude. It's a bad look. Um, but I'm very curious to see how he is next year as their starting quarterback. Didn't love Flacco, so I get the transition. And I hope that Lamar Jackson is ready to step his game up because, uh, you know, and that, that offense with Harbaugh, I hope I hope, that, I hope they can set him up for some success. <laughs> that, that defense better be damn good, bro. <laughs> that defense better be hell of I good because uh, the, the Chargers had him all sniffed out, man. I mean, that defense got a lot younger so far. I mean, they've – They've let go of like four guys, four starters yeah. from last year. So I, it'll, it's be, gonna be it'll be weird to see I mean, Suggs did, as a Cardinal. That's going to be so strange. You know, CJ Mosley to the Jets, mm-hmm. Darius Smith to the Packers, Weddle going to the Rams. But the interesting thing is, at least the Ravens continue their trend of having solid safety because you went from Ed Reed to Eric Weddle and now to Earl Thomas. So yeah. at least they've kept that consistent. Yeah. Fair. Fair point. Um, Shannon, you got love, hate, favorite, whatever, just trade, free agency, whatever, reaction? 
Um, yeah, I mean, Mark, you need to cover your ears for a minute. Uh, <laughs> the, the Odell Beckham trade was just, I wasn't expecting it. Like, you hear the whispers, and you're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. You're just, you're just trying to get extra clicks or whatever. And it mm. happens, you're like, oh, wow. <laughs> you know? And, and, and for cheap. Like, I, I get the injury history, and maybe Cleveland tried to play that card, but, dude. It's a steal. It's it, a steal. It's a steal. It's a steal. Like, and there were so many teams that could have offered more, but he went to the Browns, who have been perennial losers. Although, you know what it does do? Is, you know, there were all those stories about how the Patriots were really aggressive trying to get him last year. And I think a fair. I think we probably laughed some of that off. But I tell you what, now I have the feeling that that was a hundred percent legitimate. Yeah, that they were they were going gangbusters after him. Then they resigned him, and then they they ended up moving him. But I, I it's hard not to look at that and just go, mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe there was a lot more truth to that than we realized. Right. You know. And they just said, you know what? We're not giving them to you all. Yeah. F that. Mm-mm. By the way, it didn't seem like the Colts have really uh, been particularly aggressive. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna trust Chris Ballard. Um, I, I was really looking forward to like a couple of big splashes, but I think they're taking the uh, the Napoleon Road and just kind of you know dab dab here and there with uh, free agents, but not really make us big splash. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, thought you were going to tell first... me. They're, I thought you were going to tell me they were taking the Shania Twain road. <laughs> I thought that's the way you're going to go. No. <laughs> See, you know one of the great things about catching up is all the like just randomness. All right. <laughs> I mean, I would have loved them to go after uh. Mosley. I mean, After that, oh C.J. Mosley, yeah, oh, yeah. I mean to yeah. pair him with Darius Leonard, yeah. Um, I mean that would have been nice. Uh, maybe and who knows? Maybe they'll get Sue. Maybe they'll grab Eric Berry or somebody to help out with the defense. The defense does need help. I, I do love the Honey Badger signing, by the way. I think that one is incredible. I think that was brilliant. I feel uh, yeah. I feel I feel bad on some level for Eric Berry because it would have been nice to see him be healthy and be on field. I get why they did it. I do. I love that signing for the Chiefs. I love that signing for the Chiefs. I can't believe Houston let him go. Stupid. I mean, he's Stupid. absolutely he's he's a beastly player when he's healthy and yeah. motivated. He just absolutely he's just a great safety. Are, are you just ignoring me, Justin, or are you just or did you miss that one? <laughs> no, it's been a month. I'm rusty. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what do you want, man? I gave I you the chili you... cook-off crappening earlier. I can't hit them all. <laughs> Shannon, I think what the Colts are doing right now is kind of let the dust settle a little bit because, you know, we're only a few days in. It's not like we're weeks into this, so. Right. And, and Justin. Yeah. Just shake off the rust, bro. Just shake it off. Well, you know, Shannon, if I could. <laughs> all right. I'd rewind and I'd hit that. I'd hit that cue for you. Okay, I would. I would. I missed. That's on me. That's on me. Okay, my apologies. I would. 
But rest assured, over the duration of the podcast, the songs that we will not let die will continue to be here. <laughs> because <laughs> we can't shake them off. There's no, no way. There's no way. I tell Clearly, you. Shannon figured you should be right on the ball right away. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Randy. I was about ready to go there. Too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. You idiot! <laughs> Wait, Matt's around? What? Great ass! Get the one to tell you that! <laughs> you said balls. I was going to say how many balls you think Beckham's going to catch this year, but hey, you know, Randy, high fives to you. <laughs> Oh, Whitfield's here. <laughs> there he is. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Randy! <laughs> anyway. I mean, oh. did we talk about Duke enough, Justin? <laughs> I haven't even started yet, but, well, let's just bring that up right away. <laughs> there you well, go. If that's all you guys are going to do is blow Duke, I might as well just go to bed. <laughs> Low Duke, I might low Duke, I might low Duke, I might as well just go to bed. Low Duke, I might as well just go to bed. Low Duke, I might as well just go to bed. Oh my god, it's still great. That's a month ago. That's still fantastic. Love that. Love that. Uh, we will transition to Duke. Uh, Mark, I would ask you the same. Obviously, we know the Beckham deal for you is is, is the bitter pill. Uh, other transactions and movement in the league, either things that you love, things that you hate, or I mean, if the only thing that that dominates your, you know, landscape is is the Beckham move, then that's okay if that's what it is. No, I mean the other one. I mean it's, it's already been highlighted, but I thought the, the Coleman signing for the price was was phenomenal and definitely the, the best deal I think I've seen so far. Yeah. I don't know what Honey Badger got. I love the fit. I love the fit. Uh, but yeah, Col- Coleman. I think Shannon Shannon's going to do 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 well with him. I think it was three for 42, Justin. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what that was. Well, given what Collins got and Earl Thomas got, that's all right. You know. I would have taken Honey Badger three for 42. I mean, good mm-hmm. Lord. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come on, Ballard. Get on the ball, dude. Hey, man. Come on, bro. <laughs> Shannon, don't worry, man. You know, once we get back into the swing of things, I'll, I'll hit those cues time after time, brother. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I was just—I was just a smidge rusty, man. Just a smidge, man. Okay, forgive me. <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. <laughs> oh, I was kind of thinking we should have brought Mark into a different song, though. I mean, really. Oh, Limp Biscuit, man. And then that would have been the perfect song. Yeah, no, that was a good one, man. That was a good one. Oh, all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's jump off the NFL for a minute because uh, we need to talk about a little bit of college basketball. Well, you know, I don't know how long we're going to run tonight, this this fine evening, uh, but I think we have to do a little bit of due diligence just in case we happen to go off the rails and get stupid at some course, which we would never, that would never happen. 
No, not no. Spray. I mean, mm -hmm. Sh Shannon was over here thinking that we were going to hit two and a half hours. I'm like, bro, we're not hitting two and a half hours tonight. Are you freaking kidding? I was, I was thinking like an hour and a half. That's that's kind of that, that's what I was thinking this evening would be. And at the moment, we're we're plugging away. We're like right at 49 minutes. So, did you want to take a break for a moment and then just come back and hit some basketball and then just jump around? Yes. Okay. Sounds good. That's what we'll do. Take a quick break, do a little top of jumping, but we'll uh, we'll uh, hit up some basketball, uh, March Madness, a little, little March Madness set up, a little ACC tournament, a uh, little, little Duke fun. Uh, and then, uh, Mark, I will say I'm kind of curious on your Lakers reaction for what this has morphed into. And then, I don't know, maybe, you know, maybe favorite stories over the last month or things that you hated the most, then we'll just kind of laugh, BS, finish our drinks, and then get the hell out. Sound good? Sounds good. We? Sound good. All right. So, everybody, everybody was kind of slow on the uh, <laughs> slow on the roll there. I was like, man, am I losing people? What the hell, dude? I know we're rusty, but my God. Jeez. Ugh. Anyway. Too much gin and juice floating around over there, man. Come on, y'all. We, we haven't even hit St. Patrick's Day. You can't be drunk yet, can you? Jesus. <laughs> National Drinking Day, gotta love it. Uh, I know, I know, that's so I, good. I thought that was every day. Well, it, I mean, if you're a total lush, maybe. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> side, side note, side note. I love that. I love that. This, uh, Shannon, you should appreciate this. It's a nice story to kind of go out on segment one. Why not? Um, so, uh, some bar owners in Texas launched an alcohol-free beer crafted just for dogs. Okay, it's called. Good boy beer. It's dog nice. beer. Yeah. The the drinks only contain ingredients that are safe and healthy for dogs, which means there's obviously no alcohol. So uh, we can't bad bet D-stat on dog beers. Um, that won't work. It would, <laughs> it would, it would be tempting. Um, but I do still have a, a Carolina, no, uh, some bad chili pepper beer. Is still, it still exists in my fridge. At some point... Um, we'll see if we can somehow rope Mark. That sounds like a beer pong. <laughs> I know. Uh, that we'll see if we can somehow rope Mark into drinking that one. I think. I think he's. I think he's convinced himself that there's no way in hell. There's no bet. There's nope. no. There's no bet that exists that's worth drinking a ten year old or eight year old chili pepper beer that's been in the fridge. Why do my, you still have it? Because nobody's gonna drink it other than you on a bad bet. Exactly. <laughs> that, literally. No literally know what's going to drink it no no they won't except you on a bad bet i'm um, telling you it's gonna no, happen no yes no deal <laughs> no deal no deal <laughs> hey real uh, quick while you're bringing up the uh, a good boy beer uh, i just wanted to raise a glass real quick yeah my my brother-in-law had to put down his dog yesterday uh scout 14 years old pit bull dude adopted him when he had been used as a bait dog for dog fighting and just Aww. just the sweetest sweetest boy i mean you could ever imagine and you know he had just the last year he'd just been taking a turn for the worse and we uh went to the beach at thanksgiving mm -hmm. and he, that was his last beach trip but you know yesterday he had to put him down so uh cheers to scout uh here's to you buddy cheers to scout good boy that's tough, man. Um, because uh, Marie and Wit, they they have to put down Parker, 
Oh, and really? Then, yeah, I think they're doing that tomorrow. And then oh, um, Sarah's brother and his wife, her dog, uh, 14 and a half, they had to uh, put down as well. It's a bad, it's a bad week for dogs, man. Jesus. But at least they're at least they had good lives, right? Right. Let's say good yes. lives. Yes. Um. So yeah, we really we need to raise a glass for the dogs, dude. Here, look. Here's good good boy dog beer. Here's the names. IPA. I pee a lot in the yard. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That's like a beer after your own heart, there, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hadn't read the name of the beer until Justin. That's great. I pee a lot. Yes. Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, mailman malt liquor. <laughs> Sessions. <laughs> Session squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> and and the crotch sniffing ale. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Good boy beer, man. They oh, they are God. safe for humans to drink. Uh they are safe for humans to drink. I don't know what they actually taste like, but anyway, it's available at stores throughout Houston. It's also available online. So I'll try to tag them. I'll try to tag them and maybe I'll send that's them a awesome. message. But that's uh that's pretty funny. Uh maybe I'll shoot them a Twitter message or you know, Shannon, maybe we should raise a glass and uh to some of our our fallen pups, our friends. Uh, some of the pups that have uh, hit the, I guess, hit the Rainbow Bridge, man. That have hit up the Rainbow, Rainbow Bridge. Bridge. Yeah, some of our pup friends that have hit the Rainbow Bridge. Maybe we need to drop a little, you know, raise a glass to them. And uh, yeah, there you go. What's well, his best friend? That's there's a reason. That's right. Mm. Cheers. Salud. Salud. All right, we are the Sports Brew. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, obviously our home feed on Podbean. Uh, live sportscaster.com keywords are sports and brew um, feel free to harass us on the social media uh, but if you just don't send us any of those damn Momo pictures that hideous ass thing uh, but uh, feel free to harass us for stupidity uh, and and um, if y'all if anybody has a good challenge uh, for DSTAT and that chili pepper beer uh, feel free to, feel free to let us know and we'll see if we can rope rope him into that somehow some way <laughs> i'd have to imagine a lot of green would have to show up at that probably probably and i'm not talking about your last name either yeah that, that's all good <laughs> anyway we'll take a break we'll be right back then we'll just hit up some basketball and have some fun and we'll get out cool be right back man <laughs> Woo! all right i had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes but we are back and somehow i guess whitfield has bribed enough people i don't know if he's gonna end up in a deadspin article hanging out with you know Lori laughlin or any of that stuff but uh here you go uh so he's gonna say hi for at some at least a brief moment this very very fine evening and uh side note oh my god the uh green bay packers have actually spent some money in free agency <gasps> And we still have money. <laughs> That's a crazy thing. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty wild, man. By the way, it's also weird. Ha ha, Clinton Dix is going to be a bear. That's strange to me. That is strange. That's bizarre. But It's yeah. only a one-year deal, too. So I was I just know. like, That's all? I don't know. That's it? I was going to figure ha ha could have gotten a two or three-year three yeah. deal out there somewhere. I, I don't, I, it, the things did not go very well in Redskin land for him. I think that ended up hurting his value. 
honestly. Yeah, I, I do. There were some times he looked, I, I, you know, whether it's his fault or not, it's very hard to transition teams in season. I get it. But there are some times that dude just flat out looked lost. Flat out looked lost. So that's, I can't imagine that helped him. Anywho. All right. So l- let's dip our toes in water with a little bit of basketball action. Uh, obviously, we, we, we danced around a lot of NFL, which is kind of fun. Really has been a pretty wild couple of days. But I, I have to say, I have to say this, man. It is some kind of fantastic to see Zion back out on the floor for Duke. It is some kind of fantastic. My gosh, you know it, what a difference it made. And here's here's one of the things I think people forget, <clears throat> in particular with him, is not only do you have the offensive skill set that he brings to the table, yeah, the dunks, blah blah blah, but that guy. He just he ends up stealing the ball at random intervals where it, I mean just some of the defense he plays for a big some of the defense he plays I don't even I, I almost even hate to say for a big man because that's almost a disservice to him um, some of the defense he plays and the steals that dude gets are ridiculous and he helps set up just these buckets and it's just really they're a, such a different team with him on court not just because of what he does offensively but because of what he does defensively and how he sets the other players up it really is fun to watch if you hate duke you do i get it uh but if you just enjoy basketball that caliber of player um i don't know what he's going to be at the next level i mean you never do but he at least collegiately is clearly a generational talent and a transformational talent i would expect that to continue to some degree in the nba i would certainly expect it to um so long as he stays healthy uh but how if you enjoy basketball how can you not just enjoy watching that guy play unless you i'm fine if it's your team losing tough to take one in the chin randy's a cues fan i'm sure you know it's a mixed bag but just what that guy is, is, is he's incredibly fascinating and entertaining to watch. I mean, that's just the deal. It's just, <laughs> or as Randy, I mean, if I know where the soundbite yeah. is, oh, here you go. Well, that's all you guys can do is blow Duke. I might as well just go to bed. <laughs> blow Duke. I might as well just go to bed. What you do is blow Duke. I might as well just go to bed. <laughs> I love Man, Shannon. I love sh- for that. Yeah, I love Shannon's laugh right there. By the way, <laughs> dude, that was, that was, that's my drunk like loser laugh. <laughs> Sounds like he should be working a haunted house, scaring the crap out of kids right there. <laughs> <laughs> or be the next in line to be the Joker. One of the two. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, it's pretty wild. But uh, yeah, anyway, has nothing on me. Nothing. Oh, wait, is that too soon? Hey, hey. (laughs) But anyway, I mean, yeah, different team, super fascinating to watch. And I'm looking forward to an opportunity for Zion to square up versus the Tar Heels. By the way, Vontae Davis just Mm -hmm. called, and he tried to talk Zion into go ahead and retire now and just just go on look for the NBA. So That's terrible. We'll we'll see if that comes true or not that's funny though uh, i will say this man i love the hey, fact i love i loved this dude and i saw this uh floating around obviously it was it was a great it was a great thing that he came back and he played uh this evening and i know there's been a lot of argument a lot of debate about what he should do 
and if he should play again or just sit out. Scotty Pippen you know, wants him to shut it down. Kobe Bryant says, honor your commitment. Um, as a Duke fan, I'm biased. I get it. I totally get it. Love seeing him on court. Love seeing him play. And I love his message for those that said, just focus on the NBA, dude. He basically said, thanks, but no thanks. Love that. You know, whatever makes you happy. Yeah. You now, I, I hear you. For the people that think I should just stop playing in college and just focus on the NBA, thanks, but no thanks. I'm not really worried about that. I'm just trying to be Zion and play the game I love. Dude, how do, how do you not respect that? Oh, I got a ton of respect for that dude, man. He, I mean, his play on the court speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, what was he, 13 of 13 or 12 of 12 or something today? 13 I mean, of 13. 13 of 13 from the field. Like, bruh. I mean, 20, I mean 29 point. Have look. Him shooting free throws tomorrow. <laughs> you can bet, you can bet that. 29 points. Jeez. Yeah, jeez. Right. 29 points, 14 rebounds, 5 steals, 1 block, 13 of 13. And he shot a three-pointer. Ridiculous. Yeah. So I mean, I, uh, let's let's be honest here. If he didn't play, mm-hmm. chances are Syracuse probably would have won. Give Maybe. Yeah. It, it, I think it's certainly possible. Um, and I'm getting that argument from a lot of UNC fans. Oh, if Zion would have played and everything, we would still be in y'all both games. Right. Ah, I, 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 I don't I, know about I, that. The way he was shooting the night, I mean, some of the shots he took, I was like, how the hell did that go in? They probably would have split with UNC. Yeah. I mean, I, I would expect the split's reasonable. Yeah. You know, but I'll, I'll you know what? I'll take beating him. If, Zion, if, if Zion's good, on court, healthy, ready to roll, I'll take a, a victory in the ACC tournament with him as opposed to two regular season Whatever, particularly if it prevents UNC from being a one. That's even better. Well, obviously the key for tomorrow night is everybody else playing up to their potential as well on sure. top of Zion just being Zion. Because yeah. the rest uh, of the team wasn't really playing all that well tonight. Yeah. Well, uh, Complex Sports had a tweet that said Zion was pissed after Duke's second loss to UNC. He reportedly told his team, quote, we're going to see them next week at the ACC tourney. So... He want, you know what I'm saying? Like he's ready to drop a little, drop a little basket collegiate basketball rivalry justice on him. So, and I'm, I hope that's the case. I hope that's the case, dude. I pray. No, I don't pray for UNC tomorrow. Zion, <laughs> drop it. What drop was it? it you, what was it you said earlier? While we were talking about how I was like, man, I was kind of hoping that Louisville might be able to sneak an upset on him. Oh, I was like, dude, that, that's a tough game for me. You know, I'd just yeah. rather the, the whole gym collapse or something. <laughs> <laughs> no one wins. Come on, McGuffin. Stop hating, man. Don't bring me down with that negative attitude of yours. Come on, bro. Yeah, hater. Hater. So rude. Uh, you, you hate one of those teams. Yeah, yeah. I- yeah. Actually, I don't really like you. I don't like. I don't really like Louisville either. You know. I don't care for the stadium to fall, but I mean, if both teams play the game and both lose, then I'm not going to complain about if it. If they could, yeah, yeah, no, it's okay. I know. I mean, it's just an expression. I get it. I'm just, I'm just giving you some. It's like rest. Oprah. You get a loss. Yeah, you, you get, get you get a loss. You get a loss. Yes, you all get a loss. You get a loss. Everybody gets. A loss. Every, everybody gets a loss. 
Everybody gets a loss. Oh, I might actually have a loss. Wait a second. Let me see if I can find this thing real quick. Speaking of a loss. Yeah. Should reverse that and go salute a clock here, gentlemen. Holy crap. We do need to do a salute a clock. Damn. Yes, damn. Good call, Shannon. Damn good straight. Call. All right. Well, I finished one beer earlier uh, <laughs> and my mixed drink. But I will salute a clock with the fandom of the Hopra. Imperial Red IPA from Three Notched, uh, as I was also well, I might have a sip left of my Captain and Mexico from Costco. Thank you, uh, the best best Coke there is, Miss stuff with the real sugar. F that corn syrup, and you know what? I don't drink Bud Light, but thank you for not having corn syrup in your beer. Can they stop putting <laughs> corn syrup in freaking everything? God bless, man. Just use regular sugar, you ass bags. My God, how hard is this beer? Why does corn syrup have to be in beer? You cheap fucks. Just I mean, <laughs> tell us how you really feel. You or know, just save it for the cheap beer, not the good stuff. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean it's Bud Light, but you know, if you want to drop that into like, I don't know, some OE or something like that, yeah, whatever, bro. Some Mickey's Big Mouth. You remember those? Do they still make those? And like the little green, weren't those in little green bottles? The Mickey's I Big Mac? I don't know, man. I haven't seen those in a long time. But uh, anywho, yeah, man, get get out of here. Get out of that crap. Anyway, uh, so uh, yeah, salute. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon, what you got, bro? Dude, I'm rocking the Hardywood Rum Barrel Mega GBS tonight. That sounds good. It is. Very tasty at 12%. Nice. My kind of beer. Yeah. Yeah. Mark, what you got, brother? Nothing. <laughs> Not true. I'm oh. enjoying a uh, Blue Mountain uh, Defrost Doppelbach. It's delicious. Good. Whitfield, do you have anything, or are you just like... Water. Water. Air. Cohagen. Do people need yes. air? <laughs> 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 Fair enough. Whitfield has imaginary beer. That, that's okay. That's okay. Randy, what do you have, dude? Well, like you, uh, first uh, during our first segment, I uh, crushed my new Belgium triple. So, but for this one, mm. I got the uh, Stone Hop Revolver IPA. I do like the Hop Revolver, and I, I didn't. I did finally enjoy that triple you left for me in my fridge. Oh, yeah? I, I forget what I had traded you. May actually it may have been one of the Phantom of the Hoppers. I don't quite recall. I think it was. Yeah, it could have been. Uh, that was I, have, I had not had a um, one of those triples in a long time. That was that was a nice change of pace. It was good. It was enjoyable. I didn't think Randy was into toppy beers. I thought that was just all you. I mean, I like all beer. Oh, I know. This isn't this isn't like Randy Bud Light Randy from fifteen years ago. This oh, is God. this is a whole different guy these days. It's a whole different oh, guy. Bud Light. You mean yeah. water? Yeah, that's just hi- <laughs> that's hydrating. Right. Hydrating. Hydrating. That's right. Yeah. Oh, oh, I just saw this headline. I got I got to read this to you. I got to read this headline to you. <laughs> Woman calls cops on man because his dog was humping her at the dog park. <laughs> <laughs> Do- she has been labeled dog park debbie 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, look, I've heard of Debbie Does Dallas. I don't know if I've heard of Debbie Does Dog Park. <laughs> probably, probably not the way you want that one to go. <laughs> I don't really have a good poor music to roll with that point, do we? Oh, I, 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 oh Lord. That just the dogs out, maybe? I well, there's always... There's always a little ACDC giving the dog a bone. I guess that's, that sort of works. <laughs> that sort of works. I don't know. Actually, depending on the scenario there, maybe that's more appropriate to go ludicrous with a little move, bitch. Maybe that's the better way to go. Maybe. <laughs> oh, 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 you know what? You know what? You know, re uh, uh, we need to we need to give a little uh, rest in peace to Steve Irwin, by the way. I love the fact that the internet totally went after um, people for the ethical treatment of animals. Because uh, y'all are ass bags dumping on Irwin. Um, I'm, I was I was delighted to see so many people give them massive amounts of shit. That was fantastic. The internet doesn't always get things right, and sometimes the, the interwebs are, are, are completely stacked and packed with uh, fat wads of assholes, but they got that one right. So yeah. thank you for that. Like and, the, and, and, the idiots from that Kansas church tried to come to Richmond and basically... Westboro. Westboro. Get out of here. Those, those cunts. And by the way, by, say, by saying that, I mean no disrespect to the word cunt. I'd play that song, but that, that our video our video got taken down off YouTube, man. Our favorite our favorite old grumpy ladies that sang the cunt song, man. That the video got Seriously? knocked out. Yeah, because really? I, I had it bookmarked. It's gone. Oh, copyright violation. Phenomenal. Yeah. So wow. Sorry. Well, maybe maybe they making some money. Who knows? I good anyway. tell you. She gone though. She gone. So we're gonna have to find another. We have to find another variant of that. I'm sure that we can. That we just need you. Because uh, you do, you do uh, for some odd reason love that word yeah. uh, you, you more know, than you should. I've, I've watched Game of Thrones, and, and that word gets dropped a lot. A lot, a lot. You know, lot. and apparently last time in the first hour, I dropped the c word a bunch of times. And you Todd did. had it blasting throughout his house, thinking, "Oh, they're just starting <laughs> off the podcast. I'll just listen to it." And then all of a sudden, while his kids are in the house, they're shitting, dropping, cut, 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 cut. You and did. Like, oh, no, I got to. I'm sure he'll, he'll appreciate your shout out that you just gave him. That more be that might be more like a shit out than a shout out, but I guess you got to I guess you got to start somewhere. Oh, oh, two things. Two things. Number one, a <laughs> shit out. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> For uh, for for Irwin, I, I love this headline. By the way, it says uh, huge sharks love death metal. The film crew finds out. I, this is one of my favorite stories from the past couple of months. Obviously, we had a, a little break here. Uh, the low rumbling frequencies of death metal mimic the sounds of struggling fish. Nice. Yeah, love this one. So, so there's a documentary film crew. And the, uh, anyway, they figured out they could they could attract great white sharks by blasting death metal through an underwater speaker. So, Randy, of course. <laughs> 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 
Little did we know how accurate this song was. <laughs> yeah! My kids still love that song, by the way. That doesn't surprise me. No. They, I'm sorry. They still do. By the way, Justin, just yes. for you, uh-huh. I think I found you the video you were looking for and posted it in the chat for you. Uh-oh. What video did you send me? The one that you said you lost the link to or that it was taken down. The Rudest Christmas. Oh, good. Good. I'll, I'll pull that up at some other point. Yeah, I see Matt uh, slipped an Eli GIF in there. <laughs> I probably I probably shouldn't be surprised at that one. Oh, it's them. It's them, Justin. Oh yeah? Is that is that a lot li- is that a live version of that? I think it is. Oh wow. I wonder if they I wonder if somebody just complained and reported them because they're assholes. Probably. Rudest Christmas not safe for work. And when it comes it brings good cheer. A season of goodwill and fun. Grinches are right, here we go. Here we go. Here you go. Yeah, that's the right part. Try not to be a cunt. It's Christmas. Take the tip from Santa's elf. <laughs> I, by the way, I like the fact that this one actually has the words in it, so he can read it. And you, you know, you know what they're saying. It's great. It's great. Accents kind of mess you up a little bit. That was great. Fascinating, Ada. That's hilarious. I still love that. And uh, really, I guess Todd, that the. Um, <laughs> That cunt brought to you by Shannon McGuffin. <laughs> yep, it's all Shannon's there fault. There you go. There game you go. Of goats. Let's yeah, go. Game, game of goats. There it is. Anyway, all right, all right, all right. Um, wrap up a couple of thoughts. Let's, let's, bounce, let's bounce back to basketball for a second. Great to see Zion on court. Uh, clearly, a much different team with him. And we'll see what yep. the tournament. With you know. My personal my thought earlier was that the worst case for Duke was that they were going to be a two seed if the expectation was Zion was going to be back, which obviously he was. Uh, I, I think they I think they really by default end up being a one because of of what he represents. You, you get what I'm saying? Like I I don't know how much the game versus UNC really matters. I think with Zion on court, they're a one. Period. You know. Yes. Uh, and I don't even if he hadn't totally played. Yeah, even if he hadn't played, even if he hadn't come back, if they knew he was gonna be on the floor in the tourney, I think they worst case scenario they'd be a two, but they'd probably still be a damn one. So, anyway, any other takeaways from and Mark's a Duke fan, so we might as well get his feedback too. Uh, any other takeaways or thoughts from Randy and then uh, Mark uh, for you in particular with the uh, the game as well? But Randy, finish your thoughts from earlier and then bump it over to Mark. 
Well, I believe that Syracuse played as hard as they could tonight, which I was very happy with. I was happy to see them hustle without having Tyus Battle out there. Mm-hmm. I thought Howard had a great game, though him being a dick and trying to trip Zion was, you know. It's bad luck. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, it was just one of those games where I didn't have a whole lot of confidence that we were going to win to begin with, given our best score was off the court. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they still gave you know, gave Duke a run for their money it's for the moment. most part until yeah. just you could That's see this the talent gap and the way just that team just brought it all together at the end. It, I mean, at least we're in the tournament. Uh, it's just kind of frustrating to you know at least not have a shot at getting a better seed but i guess we'll i'll just take what we can get at this point yeah but there's yeah. no shame there's no shame for syracuse losing to duke with zion you know what i mean like no there's no there's there's, there's no there's, there's no shame in that loss and because no. it looked for a minute like duke was going to kind of run away with that game and then syracuse clawed back into it you know what I mean? Even with their best player yeah. on the bench. Right. I mean, that's, that, there's something to be said right. for that. And here we're talking about not holding certain things against Duke if Zion didn't play. Well, I mean, it's not exactly the same situation, but to play to have done that, you know, yes, final score I don't think is indicative of what some of the moments in game really represented for Cuse. But I think to play that hard and to threaten in various capacities for Duke really pulled away and put it away at the end, I think that speaks well for them. Uh, so I, when, I, I wouldn't feel bad about that one. When Zion didn't miss a field goal attempt, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> come on now, like, dude was on come, fire. He come was on, man, locked in. Yeah, it was locked in on this game. Like, I, I wouldn't even count this one against Cuse. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm not on the committee, it's well, just like there's there's they, nothing they could have done. If they had gotten there's, totally rolled, that's one thing, but they didn't. You know what I mean? They did. They did roll over mm-hmm. and they fought, and mm-hmm. you know it's it's a tournament game. I'm not gonna, you know, like people were trying to knock Gonzaga out of one seed after they lost in their tournament final. Dude, like, just come give on. give St. Mary's credit. Yes, give St. Mary's credit. That was the first time St. Mary's has ever beaten an AP one ranked team. They were one and eight all time. And St. Mary's was left out of the big bracket last year when they had 30 wins. Uh-huh. 30 wins, and they got hosed last year. We can't keep them out this year. Give St. Mary's credit for that. Boy, I bet you didn't think I'd have Absolutely. stats ready for that, did you? Look at that. You know what? Virtual high five right Virtual, there, <laughs> Virtual high five, man. But uh, give St. Mary's credit for that. Dude, that, they knuckled up, and they, they held them to a season low, and uh, you know, there's because I think Gonzaga is worthy of one seed. They're the only team that beat Duke at full strength this year. Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Gonzaga the only team that has a higher offensive efficiency number than UVA? Did that I think I heard sound, that. Yeah, that sounds about yeah. right. I would I, have I, to double check. Yeah, that, no, that's that okay. Because I, I, I think right. they're like at 126 per 100 possessions or something. I, I could swear off the top of my head. I could swear they're the only team with a higher offense. You know, I don't spend a lot of time getting bogged down in those fun mm-hmm. analytics, but every once in a while there's one that at least kind of pops out a little bit to you, and that I thought was um, a pretty legit thing. And God bless. Dear dear UVA, whatever happens to ACC tournament, good luck. But can, just don't suck ass once you get to the big bracket, please. Look, just pray please. you don't get UMBC again. 
Did you see that double overtime win they had? I missed that one. Oh, Lord. I forget who they were playing in their conference. It wasn't even the final, oh, which I'm sure, is, I'm sure has happened now. But, yeah, they had like a double OT deal. They, they ended up winning it. <clears throat> Good for them. Side note, side note, uh, Shannon, I know, and Mark, I bet you are too, looking forward to Murray State. Yes, John Morant. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, that, that'll probably be an upset pick in one of my brackets. <laughs> Whoever they play, whoever they play. Um, anyway, I think I, I think I accidentally <laughs> ran over Randy's conversation about cues. Uh, did you have any kind of <laughs> final thoughts on cues? Sorry, Randy. Sorry, bro. My apologies, man. I get carried away. Dude, if you're gonna blow Duke, you might as well just go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Look, cry me a river, okay? Cry me a river, man. All right. Jeez. <laughs> anyway, uh, but no, no, Randy, Randy, final uh, tie up thoughts, and then and then punt that punt that thing to Mark. <laughs> Sorry. At, at, at this point, I'm just, you know, I'm happy. Juice <clears throat> is gonna at least, you know, they're gonna be in the tournament. I yeah. granted, I have they're obviously not gonna be very high seed, but. I mean, what can you do? You know, you're, you're you get down in, a man. you win. They, you're down a man. You're playing against a team that's got like the all-world, like insanely crazy player. That this is the first game I've ever seen Zion play, and I'm just kind of going, "Holy shit!" Now I know what everybody's been talking about. Filthy. If this team, if Duke is running on all cylinders in, at just even for a fraction of the tournament, especially in the like if they get to the lead <clears> eight and <throat> final four stuff like that. I don't see why they couldn't they couldn't take it this year, as long as Zion stays healthy. I, th- I think the only real issue that might happen with Duke, if they're healthy, they're not deep. But if they're healthy and that starting lineup can legit handle the minutes, they can beat anybody. The only thing that might get them into trouble is three point shooting, which they've had some games they've been glorious, and they've had some games they have been hideous. <laughs> They've had some games where they were horrible. That's the only thing I worry about with them is if they have an off three point night and they're going against somebody where they they just they don't have that margin for error. Shannon, Mark, you kind of on the same page or? Yeah, exact same page. Yeah. Yeah. Are you ready to punt it to Mark? Yeah. Go okay. ahead, Mark. What you got for me, bro? Uh, not not much. I mean, not not much different from what you 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 said. Of yeah, you know, I think for any Duke fan, it was just a. Uh, exciting to see zion back out there tonight and that was the biggest thing and and you know whatever whatever production was going to come we were going to be excited to see but obviously yeah. he far performed anybody's expectations uh and so that was just outstanding to have him back out there um it, rainy makes good points um that's you know for next game and, and for for the tournament i mean mm-hmm. the other guys got to show up too i, I think that's um uh, that's it's a little tough that they obviously have been adjusted for so much of the season without Zion, so much of the latter half of the season. So now they got to, you know, put it all back together again. Obviously, it's <laughs> of course <laughs> you want them there, uh, not just fans, but but as team teammates, because you know they they looked rough without him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and certainly had a lot of things ex- exposed, I think. But uh, but yeah, I mean they're 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 so skilled. And so gifted. That's uh, you're you're exactly right. Really, three three point shooting is really the only you know major challenge. That's uh, certainly they've got you know 
got players who can hit them, Reddish and Barrett's, uh, but they, they can be in, in, inconsistent. They've had some super fugly, you know, games. Super fugly, dude. Super fugly. <laughs> so, really fugly ones, man. And, 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 and as, as as always, but probably even especially you know, right now, just because Zion gets all the attention, you know, every everybody wants to come at the king. So, I mean, it's, it's you know, they're going to get everybody's absolute best shots. And um, I don't know. I, I, I'm... I'm I'm hopeful. I, 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 they certainly, you'd be hard pressed to not think that they should get to the final four. Um, and that's a should. Um, it would be shocking to see a, a super low seed knock them out. I just don't think that anybody's got the athleticism, uh, any of the, you know, super low seeds. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think fi- final four, it would be. I think you think you'd have to think it'd be a little bit let down if they don't get to the final four, and maybe that's that's a, that's a lot of expectation. But it is. But I think that's reasonable. I think the final four is reasonable. If God bless, if if they UVA UMBC me, I'm gonna be so <laughs> freaking irritated, man. It'd that, be awful. That, it, it, it would it would it would it would take 40 minutes of you know. Yeah, you know, basically all three of the top guys just you know losing their heads and playing. I mean, yeah, that that was. I mean, that certainly another. I mean, one of the you know, super bad uh, stats from tonight was the turnovers. I mean, that's mm-hmm. you know they, they were they were turning the ball over left and right, and that's you know not you're not gonna be able to get away with it against better teams. So, mm-hmm. that's a true story. True story. All right. Well, I said we were gonna you know kind of run to about the time where we're at. So let's go ahead and start wrapping up some stuff up and uh, getting the hell out of here. Uh, Mark, I would ask you this. Um, with playoff mode getting activated in Lakerland, um, but not looking like a successful activation there, um, what what do you kind of hope for at the end of the season, man? You know, and really, I mean, I, I mean, it kind of turned, I don't know. Is it a dumpster fire? Is it just disappointing? Is it just a setup for what they're going to have to do next? It would, you know, like... What what do you end up getting out of the end of the season, kind of post Anthony Davis failed trade, and and what just looks like a season that had some promise, but man, did it go down the tank a little tough? It it, it did, but I, I got to be honest. I mean, I I feel like I see a whole lot of uh, other Lakers fans that are you know losing their heads, losing their minds. I, I where you say set up that that's that's kind of where my head is, and that's kind of where my head was all season, like. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see them have a competitive season, which they certainly did. It sure as hell compared to the last last many seasons. Um, it was LeBron and you know a pretty you know mixed bag of of, of, of other talents. Uh, I like I like Kyle Kuzma a lot. Uh, Ingram I like him because of his Duke history, but I, I feel like he's inconsist- inconsistent at times. Uh, ball, you know, I was playing things I like about him, minus his father, but, uh, you know, he, he can certainly be inconsistent. Um, so I, I don't know. I mean, but, but anyway, I mean, it's, 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 it's LeBron and a eh, pretty rough cast of guys. So I felt like to me, either they were going to add on a big piece or they were just going to sit, sit on it and wait until next year. See, see kind of how far they could get with them. Mm-hmm. Even if they snuck in the playoffs right now, um, <clears throat> I mean, they, they they go in as the eight seed. Are are they competing against Golden State? Of course not. No. Of course not. I mean, whoever sneaks into the eight eight spot, you know, that, that that's not happening. So, you know, I'm I'm not that pressed about it. I think that's uh, they wanted it to me. It was it was an experiment to see how far can we go with LeBron and mm-hmm. eh, and you know we 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 saw it. 
Um, I I'm excited to see what piece or pieces they add on next year. I really hope that Davis is still up for the taking uh, for them. Um, George Leonard, I, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be, but um, Davis certainly is still number one in my number one in my heart. I mean, anybody who wouldn't want Davis on their team, you know, I was watching. I, I can't remember they were playing the other day, but you know, two possessions in a row where he just you know dribbles the ball to the court, finds a spot behind the three point lane line and just buries just two back-to-back switches and then i think the next position possession also down the floor for a block i mean a guy that big that's that athletic and can shoot from anywhere on the court it's he's just not fair and so add him on and i would be really really excited yeah I, I, I guess part of that is does he actually want to go there and has the magic has uh, no pun intended with actual magic johnson but has the allure and the magic of LeBron, is that coming to a close? He's old enough. Sure. He's old enough. Is he still the same draw? Can he still shape rosters the same way? And that is one thing that I'm kind of curious to see how, what they do from this year to next year. And it, is there enough there to get Anthony Davis for the team short term with LeBron, but certainly post LeBron? Because, I mean, Davis obviously has much more of his career in front of him at this point. So right. uh, we'll see. I do know that um, the Pelicans are not going to trade him to the Lakers. He's going to have to go somewhere else like Boston and then become a free agent and go that way. You've got now who's got uh, max player spot slots. You've got the Clippers. You've got two <clears throat> max, uh, max player slots. I think KD and Draymond are out of Golden State. Dray- Draymond, it, it kind of feels like the writing's on the wall on that one. Um, again, yeah. we'll kind of see how that Don't plays out. Go ahead. Don't, Don't be surprised be su- of what? Surprising. Kyrie ends up in LA. Kyrie. There's been rumblings about, yeah. about it. You're, you're, at, you're having some connectivity on. issues there. Uh, it sounded like a, uh, like a semi. Uh, functional Terminator <laughs> trying to survive the nuclear apocalypse. Yeah. It's my neural net processor. Yeah, my neural net processor. <laughs> I mean, we'll kind of see how that plays out, man. I know that, you know, Kyrie and KD, I think, let me sum up the, that stuff with one thing. Uh, I, I know people have, have kind of been questioning some things with the Warriors. And by the way, I can't believe Curry's 31. That's weird. Um, that being said, I'm hard-pressed to imagine that the Warriors can't put together one last run to finish this thing off. And if it's the end of it, if it's the end of it, and if Durant walks, that's certainly a, a change. If they lose Durant and something happens with Draymond, that's a radical change. Uh, but I think they have plenty in the tank, and they can crank it up. Uh, for the at least for this off season, and they're good enough and talented enough, and they've done it. And you know, it's kind of like the old proverbial Patriots thing. You you know, until you finish them, I don't want to hear it. But you know what I mean? Like you got to do it. You can get close, but until you put them down, unless until you finish the game, it's just not done. And until somebody knocks Golden State out, not just a game, not just a game. But until you can knock them out in the series and take it from them, you know what I mean? Like you have to beat you have to beat them, you have to defeat the you like 
that's a legit deal. You're, you might fluke your way to a game, maybe two, but you're not beating him in a series unless you like legit bring it. Too good. Too good. I don't know. On some level, it'll, be, it'll kind of be a shame to see if KD walks, if that's the end for Draymond, if that breaks him up. It, there, there's a part of me that's a little sad to see that happen. Um, although, admittedly, I'm, I'm just glad it won't be like Randy. I'm probably just glad it won't be the Cavaliers and the Warriors again in the finals. <laughs> won't be that. <laughs> hey, that means I might actually watch it this year. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. All right, uh, let's go ahead and wrap up and get out of here. Any kind of favorite thoughts from anybody for the last month? Uh, anything you wanted to share? Anything that, uh, you know, anything anything you got? Favorite moments, hated moments, anything, you know, whatever as we wrap up and get out. Best story, worst story, most hated story, whatever. I know I got one thing for y'all for sure. But, uh, oh, and uh, Luke Perry. Yes, rest in peace, friend. Yeah, That's just weird. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a weird one. I was, yeah, I would say... Uh, I got kind of a basketball continuation. Yep. I, I think yep. I've, I've made clear my favorite non-Laker is, and who I think is genuinely the best player in the league. Uh-huh. The Greek, Greek, Greek freak. He's just fantastic. Oh, he's phenomenal. Um, I heard a pretty, pretty awesome uh, thing from from a, a coworker that I, I didn't know, which is that like, dude is so competitive that LeBron and a whole lot of the other like. NBA superstars have invited him in the offseason to mm-hmm. come like train and play with them out in their places. He turns them all down. He's like, no, these guys are my enemies. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna play with them. I don't want to, I don't want to play with them. I don't want to get to know them. I don't want to be their friends. That's, <laughs> that's like that's, I gotta admire there that. You that's go. That is that is uh. Have a little bit of nasty in you. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. He, he doesn't strike me as the kind of guy, but like I love that. I like that. Somebody's got some uh, some breathiness going on. I don't know who that is, but uh, slow your roll there, man. All right, who's got who's got their next month of uh, favorite, most favorite, least I don't know, hated, whatever it may be. Bryce Harper, baseball, basketball, football doesn't matter, man. I mean, I won't lie. I think it's not even so much favorite story. I'm actually this is like the first time in a long time I'm actually excited for baseball. I kind of feel Good. like. For me, I kind of feel like the Mets finally did a good job in this offseason, not making big, splashy moves, but actually bringing in just solid players who can come in and fill a role. And just at this point, I'm just kind of hoping the team stays healthy and to be competitive. It's, right. it's been a long time coming for me to actually be truly excited for an actual season. Hey, got to start somewhere, man. <laughs> now, when did the Cleveland Browns come into this story? I can add in a quick, quick, quick Mets, uh, Mets quip that you'll you'll appreciate. Yeah, uh, yeah. Thor on the Mets is just fantastic on all levels. Uh, but the the same day that that Bryce made his great you know faux pas of saying he's gonna bring a title so back funny. to DC. So Thor, Thor tweets out. He's like, "Gotta let everybody know. I'm, I'm just, I'm damn excited to bring a title back to DC this year. I mean, I mean Queens. I'm just about Queens." Hilarious. that that, that press soon. conference was so funny? That press yeah. conference was so funny, and so Thor fitting. Is great on Twitter. Yeah. I mean, and so fitting. I mean, you all don't even know in the locker room that everybody was going how. 
I thought you were. I thought you were going to totally go. Whoops, hold on. Old school, man, and be like. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. <laughs> and we will leave you with a. I can't do it. Can't do it. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Thanks, Bryce. Do it live. I can. I'll write it, and we'll do it live. No title from DC. Fucking thing sucks. <laughs> <laughs> all right that yeah i don't know man uh, maybe that was bryce and the everybody else in the clubhouse was like bryce how how do you have that up? that's right that's right <laughs> oh goodness matt what's your favorite story man nothing I'm still days later still just enamored with that uh odell beckham trade i know I, it's i know and I'm and I just sat there and I was talking to a friend of mine mm-hmm. and I was like, "Where's the silver lining in this for the Giants?" And I mean, I hate it for Eli that if he doesn't try to demand a trade, that team, I mean, and try to get out of there, where, I feel sorry for the guy. Where, 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 where the hell is Eli going to go at this point? Man, stop! If he wanted right. out, he would have been gone two years ago. R- right, right. If, it, it, uh, that would have been the, if he was going to do that. If he was going to do that. That window was a couple years ago. He missed it. That's done. My hope for Mark and the Giants is they, they don't trade up to go get Kyler Murray. Use those picks to get a receiver and pair the line. Next year's crop of quarterbacks are a hell of a lot better than what's coming out this year. You got Eli for two more years. Ride it out. You picked up Golden Tate, so you got Tate, Sterling. Do you Sharp. actually think Eli makes it through two more years? I think he it, the, the lines improved. They got the kid um, from um, Cleveland Zelter, so they picked him up. So they're, there's talk. Um, they're going to they're going to um, one of their draft picks could be that left tackle. So now your lines vastly improved mm. behind Barkley. So yeah, I vastly. Think look, look at you. God, you must be feeding Ooh. Charlie. You must be feeding Charlie Cashley information with the accuracy you're delivering here. Yes. <laughs> Anyway. He, he and I got the same notes, got the same um, information. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think Kyler Murray's going to be there, dude. I think, I, I, honestly, I got to tell you, man, I, he's not. If he gets past Arizona, he's not getting past the Raiders. No, so, and I don't think Oakland should take him either. I'm not saying they should. I'm just saying I don't think he will get past them. If he gets past Arizona, I don't think he gets past the Raiders. I just, I, I don't. But no, for, for once, for once in my life, I agree with 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 uh, Matfield. I uh, I do not want to see the Giants go quarterback. I think that they're going to be far better suited to wait until next year's class. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it makes sense. Like I said, you got Eli for two two more years if the line's better and they can stay healthy. Saquon's going to do his thing. Tate, Shepard, Ingram. I've heard uh, they brought in Chris Hogan. So that's not. A great receiving core, but it's it's it, enough. It's, a solid. it's enough. Yeah, it's enough. It's enough. It's in, enough. Ingram needs needs to live up to his ability. I, I've been a huge fan of his, and really last year was was definitely let down. Yeah. Um. Overall, but uh. But he he's got he's got a lot of skills. So, um. Yeah. I, I I'm we've said it before. You you're around Matfield, but personally, I I don't see Eli there for more than one more year. But uh, we'll see. I think it's like Duke's. Um, I think it's like Duke's incoming like class. It's one and done, man. I think we're I think we're at one and done land, bro. 
I think that's what Eli's got left. On my mind that I'm thinking. Um, yeah. Dude, I don't know if y'all brought this up earlier. That Cleveland's odds of the Super Bowl went from fifty to one down to five we, to one. We didn't specifically mention it, but yeah, their odds have radically changed, which is yeah, it was wild. fifty to one down to five to yeah. one. So. Uh, I do think Harper is going to put up career numbers in Philly. I've looked at some of the um, pronostications for what they expect out of the NL East this year, and they're saying there's probably be no more than six games that's going to separate one to four. Hey, long term, do you think Trout Trout ends up in Philly? Yes, I do. Do you really? Yes, are you calling? Are you calling that now? I'm calling that shot. Damn, dude! Just like I call that OBJ's getting traded, and Shannon's like, "There's no way in hell he's getting traded." Well, you didn't? I didn't say Cleveland. No, you didn't say did Cleveland. Say, I did say, "Don't be surprised if he gets traded." <sighs> but I do think. But uh, you, th- um, you, th- he's you think from up there? You think Trout's going to be in Philly with Harper? Yeah, Trout's Trout's from up there, and um, what I what I would do. Is if if I were the Angels mm-hmm. next next year the trade deadline move him because because they're, they're not going to put a formidable team around him and I think that's the only reason he was staying it's just not there yeah. so maybe not yeah all right fair enough your three and four hitter Trout and Harper that that's pretty nasty uh, I'd say that's it's super nasty yeah super nasty. All right, uh, one of my least favorite things uh, over the past month, of which there are many, but uh, one of my least favorite things, and I at least have to mention it, uh, is obviously this whole scandal with you know college and you know people photoshopping like their kids on the other athletes and pretending their daughters are on crew team and uh, rolling out big fat stacks of cash to bribe their way into getting their kids in school, all that junk, man. Uh, super obnoxious. I think we all know that uh, people that uh, you know obviously have great degrees of wealth can grease grease a lot of palms <laughs> and uh, help 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 their uh, you know their children, their siblings, their family uh, in the positions of power. We know that. I mean, that's nothing new. That's nothing new. That's I think from the dawn of man, <laughs> I think that's been an issue, right? And as long as we walk this earth. People that are rich and powerful are going to be able to work connections on a level that other people can't always dream of. But there is something that feels very much like a slap in the face because it's not just normal grease in the palms, man. It's like flat out lies. <laughs> it's one thing to pay pay to play. You know what's funny about this? I'm going to be honest with you. I can live with pay to play. I don't. I'm not saying I like it, but at least I get that. But by the time you're photoshopping your kids face on the other athletes and pretending that they played soccer or <laughs> rode in their crew. It, I mean, it's just, it's, it's so ridiculous. It's so obscenely ridiculous that I, I hope a whole bunch of these people get a fat boot to the ass. I really do. And you know, I know, I know the, the fun joke these days is from full house to the big house. A lot of that stuff is out there. Um, and there's one line in particular with, let me go ahead and pull this one up. Uh, Lori Laughlin's uh, influencer daughter, I love this headline, Olivia Jade. Olivia Jade. Um, but I, I love the, this line. The, this, is, this is the piece. We're arguing about people that are bribing and lying and cheating and stealing and whatever to get their kids into college. And I, this is a line from this girl on her YouTube channel. This is the this is the one that seals the deal for making me like oh my god dude, it just it just hurts me and 
in my normal average Joe person growing up in a broken home with a single mother with three struggling with three kids, working a job, trying to find a way to survive. <laughs> you know what I mean? Keep food on the table, keep heat in the house, and you have this shit. <laughs> Um, and then the whole college thing, yep, I'm going, I'm living in a dorm with a roommate who's so sweet. Uh, with work, it's gonna be hard, like my first week of school, I'm leaving to go to Fiji for work, and then I'll be in New York a bunch this year for work, and traveling to a different country because I'm creating something with this country, and that's for work. So, I'm, I don't know how much of school I'm gonna attend, but I'm gonna go in and talk to my deans and everyone, and hope that I can try and balance it all. Um, but I do want the experience of like game days, partying. I don't really care about school, as you guys all know. <laughs> Are you- <laughs> I don't really give a shit about the educational part. I just want to go to games and go to parties and hang out and fuck the rest of y'all, normal average people. <laughs> Screw all of you. Screw all of you. You know, that's what it feels like. Yeah, I'm not saying that much. I'm not saying that's what she actually is. I'm not saying that's what she actually believes. But as a normal person, that that is such an incredible slap in the face. That hurts. And look, again, rich people, bro, there's like there's like normal people, wealthy people, and there's like there's a point where you're so rich <laughs> that it's like disgustingly so. And I, I don't care how much money somebody has. I really don't, man. If 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 you earned it, if you found a way to make a bajillion dollars, man, good for you, right? Good for you. But there's still a point. There's still a point where you just have to wonder about certain things. And with this crap, with this pay to play, with this, with the lies, photoshopping kids' faces, making up crap, crude, all the stuff that goes into the story. There's a part of me that's just. It just it hurts me on a level that it just sucks, you know. <laughs> Oh god. How how can you just not view that as a total slap in the face? <laughs> how, man? How? I don't want to be here. I don't care about school. I'm working in New York. I'm working somewhere else. Who cares? Amazon furnished my apartment. Look at all this free shit I got. My mom's rich. Life's good. Yay. You know, kudos to you, I guess. <laughs> like normal Joe average normal person like how does that not, not make you want to puke for the reality a real rub, rub it in your face salt in the moon reality <laughs> right I mean, you know what i'm saying like it just i don't know, it just sucks dude i mean that's definitely it's a slap a, in the face it's for just a bitter just, reminder well given what you've gone through schooling wise i can only imagine how just infuriating that has to be <sighs> yeah you know <laughs> I I did not get in. Um, I got into a lot of colleges. There's a few schools I didn't get in that I didn't understand why I didn't get in. Uh, but I, you know, I, I I jacked around a bit in high school, so some of that's my own fault. Uh, but I had a guidance counselor that was like, "Oh, you need to go to the Ivy Leagues." Blah 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 blah. But you know, I didn't I didn't believe that was in the cards for me, man. You know, I just didn't. You know, I grew up in a broken household. I grew up poor. And I didn't, I didn't believe that was a possibility for me. And some of that's my own fault. Some of that's growing up that way. And, you know, I mean, it, for people that if you're fortunate enough to have two parents, you know, have a nuclear household, have two parents that love each other, that make good money and all that crap, man, good for you. You know, I didn't. 
And, you know, I mean, there was a, a point in my life that we didn't have hot water. We didn't have heat. We didn't have a stove. We didn't have an oven, you know, um, we, we, I'd put a pot, <laughs> I'd put a pot in an electric skillet to boil water, <laughs> you know, I, like, so I've done, I've done some like random stuff, you know what I mean? To get, to get by. And I, I don't mean to say that to cry foul or to cry, you know, like, Oh, woe is me. It's not about that, dude. I'm a survivor, man. I'm a survivor. And I, and we've always found a way and I will continue to find a way. Uh, so it's not about that. I, I'm not looking for sympathy or I don't need a sympathy card. I don't need to, oh, 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 well, sorry that happened to you. I don't need any of that crap, man. I don't need that. It's just a statement of fact. You know what I mean? I've dealt with some stuff, went through some stuff, lived through some stuff, survived through some stuff. So I have a particular perspective about it. And fundamentally, that stuff just bothers me. It just does. You know? And growing up poor sometimes messes with your head. And messes with your sense of self-worth because people do sometimes equate, you know, strong morality and self-worth with money. It's just the reality of it. It's just the reality of it, dude. And occasionally in life, you'd like to think hard work, you know, intelligence, hard work, meritocracy, those things are legit and you can overcome. And there are times that you get reminded if you don't have the right name, if you don't have the right background, if you don't have the right financials, if you don't have the right zip code, you have a lot of extra things stacked against you. It doesn't mean you can't overcome it. It doesn't mean you can't do it. It just means it's that much harder for you. And it just means it's that, it's that much easier for somebody else. That's all that is. It doesn't mean she does. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't mean she is not gifted or doesn't have a talent or doesn't have a skill to offer the world. But it does mean her path is greased and is much easier for her than for a lot of other people. And, um, you know, I don't I don't know her. I don't know her. She might be a great person, man. She might be. Right. And obviously, with this kind of situation, this kind of scandal, social media gets really ugly. We already we already obviously talked about that. So Olivia Jade, man, she what did she have like two million followers? She had a thing with Sephora, whatever, man. You know she's gonna get dumped on, and I know a lot of people are are hating on her. Her mother deleted a lot of her social media accounts, if not all of them. I don't think Olivia Jade has deleted all of hers yet. That may happen. We'll see. If you really want to take a stand on that kind of stuff, stop following them. They're influencers, which means people pay attention to them. And if you think it's wrong or that they've taken advantage of or they've hosed the half the world, hit them where it really hurts. Don't let them be influencers. Don't let them influence you. You want to take a stand? Take that stand. Stop following. You don't have to be hateful. You don't have to be hateful. You don't have to be nasty to her. You don't have to be nasty to her mom. You want to take a stand and make a difference on that? They're influencers. Don't let them influence you. Ghost them. It's also true for the Kardashians, by the way. <laughs> Won't disagree with you there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ghost them. Ghost them. And they'll go away. They can live their life on whatever yacht or whatever. But you don't have to be ugly to them. Because I, I don't even know that's her fault. Maybe it is. Maybe, you know. I don't, I don't know. Couldn't tell you. But it, it's it's a tough one. Again, I don't I, I don't mean to cry woe is me. That's not what it's about, man. And I, I think we all readily accept. Look, 
if I had the right name or if I had the right money, we'd probably, you know, maybe this podcast would be nationally syndicated and we'd be on XM radio or something. You know what I'm saying? But this is ground up. This is ground up. This is something that I wanted to do. And then Shannon and I wanted to do. And then we've, we've, you know, other people have jumped in and we've had fun and we've had a good time. But this is a ground up grassroots built from scratch podcast. Nobody handed us shit. Nobody gave me any press. Nobody gave us any press. Nobody gave us any free anything. Nobody gave us nothing. No coverage, no money, no average, zero. This is total grassroots. If anything ever comes of it and we get like super, you know, whatever, great. But nobody's greasing, greasing palms on our behalf. Nobody's buying, you know what I mean? Buying access on our behalf. This is grassroots ground up. This is what it is. And I'm okay with that. Clearly other people are not. You know what I mean? And they got a bot. They got to pay to play. Just be aware of it. And if you hate it and you don't like it and you feel that that's wrong, don't follow people that do it. Don't support people that do it. Don't let them influence you. You want real? You want real people? Find people like us. Find other people that are grassroots ground up that are trying to build something and have fun with each other and have fun with you. Listen to those voices. Because they're genuine and they're real. Yep. There you go. All right. I think it's time to call it a day, man. It is. I think that's out. I did not mean to soapbox that up at the end, so I apologize for that. <laughs> I really didn't. It's quite all right. I'm sorry. Uh, nice thing to mic drop on, though. That's all right, because we got more coming up later, you know, either this week or early next week. Yeah. Well, that A, end game. Watch the trailer if you haven't done so. Super, oh, my su- goodness, yes. Super excited about that. B, headline of the night. We might as well finish strong. Um, headline, this is the headline. Man chugs erectile dysfunction drug, ends up with permanently red-tinted vision. <laughs> oh. Too much sildenafil. Sorry, bro. What the hell was he thinking? <laughs> oh, wait, he probably wasn't no, thinking. He's thinking with the wrong head, bro. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Thinking with the wrong head, Lord. man. There you go. Hard up for a hard up for a good finish. I guess we were too. <laughs> but you know what? I'm not saying red. <laughs> oh Lord. It might be though. Andrew WK. There it is. Don't stop living in the red. <laughs> On that note, how many people got that? Randy, actually, you probably have this album. Indeed, I do. Anyway, all right, look, we're the Sports Brew. As always, it's been fun. Thanks for listening. Thanks for putting up. Hopefully, we gave you a, a little bit of a laugh. Again, sorry for the soapbox at the end, man. That's my bad. That's on me. Got a little carried away. It happens. You speak the truth. It happens. Well, I mean, you know, it's a different world, man. It really is. It's a different world. The ultra wealthy, it's a different world, dude. I, and I don't I don't begrudge anybody. I don't hate anybody for... I don't care, man. If you got tons... You got, if you rain money at strip clubs, like... Pac-Man Jones. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you just crap money, man, good for you. But that doesn't mean there's not some weird, crazy, ridiculously unfair stuff that happens in the world. You know? It's just reality. It's just reality. Anyway, uh, from all of us, all of you, thanks for listening. Thanks for laughing, I hope. 
and uh, hopefully sharing a beverage along the way. As always, you can find us keywords are sports and brew, whether that's our home feed on Podbean, LiveSportsCaster.com, iTunes, you know, Google Play, any of the above. Live, if I didn't already say it, LiveSportsCaster.com. Maybe I said it, I'm saying it again because I can. Whoop, whoop. Um, but <laughs> just have fun, man. Run with it. And uh, look, enjoy March Madness. We'll, we'll try to catch up after Selection Sunday. Revisit a couple of things. Uh, tournament's going to crank up. We're going to have some fun, man. We'll try to drop some... Uh, Maybe some shorter episodes along the way. We'll see just to get to the tournament. And the playing games do not count. Get out of my face with that crap, dude. <laughs> get, out of, get out of my face. Get out of my face. No, that's not what I want. I want Fergie. Yeah, there you go. Playing games. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> anyway, from all of us to all of you, we'll catch you on the flip side. And good night now with the Sports Brew. Thanks for listening. Till next time, friends. Good night. Good night. Peace. Night. Well, that's all you guys can do is blow Duke. I might as well just go to bed. <laughs> Excellent idea. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. Good night now. Good night. Late. <laughs>